Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Gallant Fury Rangers podcast. My name's Colin McDuff, and I'm delighted to be your host as always, but some shows are easier than others. This might not be a particularly, particularly straightforward show as we discuss the, the aftermath of Rangers' 1-0 defeat to Celtic at Hamden in the Scottish Cup semi-final. Um, a game where I think, you know, we'll go into in detail, but Rangers... One of their better performances so far, but it's the same old stupid mistakes and just the same old lack of killer instinct that just sets the two teams apart. Here to dissect the full 90 minutes and have a wee look ahead of the bigger questions need answered. I've got a stellar lineup. First of all, joining for the continent, Davy T. How are you, my friend? Yeah, well, I'd love to say great, but unfortunately. I'm done in the black tonight, black and blue. That's the way I sort of feel. I hope black and blue all over. Oh, you're so but, dramatic. <laughs> but um, no, well, it's we, we we fall down, we pick ourselves up, and we get on with it. And hopefully next year we'll we'll have at least a different team. Absolutely. Also joining us for the north. How are you, Bill? I am pretty well. Good, sir. Uh, was crestfallen this afternoon, but I've kind of picked myself up a bit. I uh, my notes for the show tonight. I wrote down two things: can he play to the whistle? Can he score goals? Fair play for you, uh, taking a wee bit of time to do notes. As I've seen off air, um, I spat the dummy out, turned it off, and put on uh, the BBC player. And I've tanned about four episodes of that boy light. So, listeners, if you want to leave uh, watching this show back to the morning, you're looking for something to get you by the night. Boy lights, BBC, it's the buzz. Also joining us to make up um, the the fourth spot, Mark. How are you, mate? If that's not too much of an obvious question. Uh, well, uh, I picked up a bad day to gear up swearing, so <laughs> I just emptied my bottle there 10 minutes ago. I'll need to refill it. I'll be refilled by with another beer on the night, maybe a wee bit more after what's happened. It's going to be a difficult one not to swear. And if I'll try my very, very best, but I'm making no promises. So if you have children about, Escort them out wherever you are. Put them in another room out the way because I can guarantee you at some point there's going to be a certain player mentioned and I don't think I'm going to be the only one that's going to swear the night. I've just got a funny feeling. But let's see how it goes. 
Usually to start the show, I'll try and direct listeners to subscribe to the Pound a Month tier. So that's been a stellar advert you've gave for us there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, as always, hello to all the, the listeners and the viewers um, who are watching live and everybody who listens after the fact. Yeah, support's very much appreciated. Even tuning in to listen um, to us dissect the game. I know a lot of you is probably the last thing you want to hear, but let's get straight into it, gentlemen. Um, we're going to... We're going to kind of break down and see the going through minute by minute, play by play. I think we'll go area by area um, because I think that's um, there's probably more of a talk, more of a discussion in each part of the team. And I do want to kind of chat about today um, the mistakes we've made, the game in general, and what that means going forward. So, Davy, I'm going to start with the defence. Um, <sighs> Their defence and Rangers defensively. When I spoke at the start of the show about just, and I actually said this a couple of weeks after the last old firm, the fine margins are the difference between Rangers and Celtic. The It's just that, you know, being better in both boxes and again, Rangers have just let themselves down. Celtic didn't have to work very hard for this goal, as has been the case with most of Celtic goals. It's an absolute calamity. Um, the Rangers players think that Don Robertson's going to go for a free kick. Rashton stands with his arms watching the ball. Barisic hesitates. Kent runs away from it, thinking the defenders are going to go and clear it. Um, I think it's Maida gets to the ball, crosses it in for Jota. Um, it's really... I, I don't really want to pick one player to blame because there's enough blame to go around here. There's four. Lundstrom, you missed him out as well. Lundstrom was standing within range as well. Aye, great so, enough, Lundstrom. Yeah, and and Davies Davies was standing as well. He could have he could have went out yet. It's a, it's just a, a. It all started with Kent at the midfield with a free kick. If Kent stands in front of the player with with the ball, there's no worry. Rangers can just sort of set up their their their, their men and in, in the, the right positions, and there's no problem. But Kent just sort of backs off, walks away backwards. No, I think it was it Johnson that was was down the wing. No, they uh, just put it out to Johnson. No, he he he's got the whole wing to himself actually because Barisic he he was back with, with another player, uh, probably Jota, uh, and no Jota was at back post. I can't even back. I don't know who it was, but it was a, another Celtic player that had Barisic had, and uh, no, he had the whole wing. No, eventually Rashian went out to 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 cut him out. And obviously he did, but instead of and instead of just keeping going and putting the ball up the park, if it's a foul, it's a foul. Hey, no, it's a goal, and that, that's a, that's that's just a, the 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 no, it's just so stupid, just so stupid. And I say four 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 people standing watching, and plus plus Kent with a with a free. I mean, it's the first thing you learn when you're at school. If somebody's got a, a free kick. Just get in front of it so as I can't take it. And I, I don't know whether, whether I've said enough now, but one thing, see, they take quick free kicks. And see, when we get a free kick, we're a bloody half an hour to, to, to get uh, Barisic over to the right side and to get uh, Tavernier over to the left side. It takes about half an hour. I, I don't know. And then, yeah. We spoke about this before, David. It's the speed of thought, and again, that's just uh, that's just the um, like the margins again. That's Celtic think quicker on their feet. Um, Rangers don't, and it's not just today we do that. And Bill, I bring you in. Um, I'm going to go put you in the spot here. This is a million dollar question. Why do Rangers continue just to do the stupid stuff and just not do the, the basics? When I talk about the basics, we've seen it with Suter and uh Davis in the past couple old firm games, not clearing your lines, not putting enough on the pass. And as Davis says, there, the first thing you learn is show play to the whistle. Why is it this team just switches off of the basic stuff? Yep, as I said to you at the, the outset tonight, um, you know, I had written down, can he play the whistle? I would forgive one player, or maybe Nicholas Raskin, or maybe somebody else for going, oh, throwing the hands up. It wasn't a foul, and thinking it was. Yeah, and just switching off. I would forgive that for one player, but know your entire defence. It's just absolutely ludicrous. There's there's no reason for it, as far as I'm concerned. And 
it's not the first time either. You know, we lost the goal to Aberdeen earlier in the season after the boy went down in the box. And I think it was um, Tavernier had made contact with him, put his hands up, and the rest of the defence just stood still as well. It's just absolutely unforgivable, you know. And what's really, really, really frustrating is that throughout the game, throughout the 90 minutes, I thought we defended pretty well. Celtic barely had a sniff. And, uh, you know, like you said, they didn't have to work hard for their goal. It was just, it was comical almost, you know. Uh, And if it wasn't so serious, it would be funny, I would think. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. Why, Why is it that they're switching off? Surely... Can you work on that in training? Is that just a lapse in concentration? I, I don't know. Um, some of the other switching off that they've done in some of the other games, uh, you know, it's been like a couple of times in the game and it's cost us goals and all of that, but that was the only one today. But it's the one that cost us big. Mark, do you have anything to add? Have the boys covered it well? Um, I, I, I do agree with Bill. I thought for through the game, we, we defended well as a whole, as a midfield and a defensive unit. Again, I don't want to labour the point, it's just switching off, but that's what we've seen for Rangers time and time again. The only thing I can add is that this is not the first time we've had this discussion, and it's not just against that lot. It's happened a few times over the course of the season, and it's the same players making the same mistakes. It's we've been what can we say? We've been saying it for the last three, four months now. Me personally longer. You know, Colin, before I came on started coming on the, the pod. You know all the ones that I used to slag off. And it's still the same guys doing the exact same thing. So you can only beat a, a horse so many times. It's obviously they're no listening. They're no learning anything. We keep on getting told, oh, we need to learn. That game, yet again. It just showed us that this lot that we've got in this team right now don't learn. It's the big difference I found in the game, and even in defence, that they've got that we don't have. They were the better team today because they were more composed, they took their time, and they played better passes, and they didn't panic. We did all that. Every time we got the ball, we looked rushed. There was no composure. The pa- the passing was no crisp. The amount of times I've seen players picking up the ball and the, the buzz bouncing about five yards in front of them because they've got a touch like a fairy elephant. But it's not just the defence. The as you said though, it was like it's fi- fine margins, but fine margins is there's no point in having fine margins if you keep on getting beat by the same teams. There's no point. Fine margins may as well be 20 bloody mile. But you can't just say nothing for everybody says, oh, they're not a good team. They're better than us. They've proved it. But the thing is, it's the same players that are coming in and it still boils my piss. But Bill said when he came in here and he said there'd be no favourites. What time is it? It's quarter to I can't swear yet. <laughs> oh, and he keeps on trusting them because GVB's job now he's going to do this they're going to do the same to him if this season he does this ship the whole fucking lot of them out so sorry so on that end it's, <laughs> I'll, I'll start yeah, like I'll, put you, I'll put you on the spot <laughs> because it's it is something I do want to I do want to chat through so, and I put it towards the end, what more could Bill done? So let's start with the defence there. I, I'm not convinced Bill can, can change it with that defence. I actually thought the only other thing he could have done is maybe put Suter in and see the Davis. Um, Davis actually done all right today. So I think that it leads to the point that Ben Davis needs somebody like Connor Golson holding his hand. Um, but Yilmaz isn't the answer. Yilmaz, he done okay when he came on, but he's not going to fling him in and he... Uh, in the semi-final um, for the first time, first game in months. Um, it's you're right. You do have a point where we've trusted these this group of players um, so many times, but that's that's beyond Bill. I don't really think Bill has an option. I think that goes further than Bill and the transfer strategy the last couple of years, and that's something we can only address in the summer. Yeah, 
No, well, can 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 I come back to what um, Corey says? I totally disagree with him. I'm afraid we had uh, we we had actually more possession than they did. Rangers had 53 percent possession. We had exactly the same percentage of good passes. That was 79 percent. I had all this written down, unfortunately, for paper downstairs. So, uh, 79 percent were good passes. It was exact same as Celtic. We had more passes than they had. I think we had 440 to their 395, I think it was. So the the way the game was, I mean, if you take it that we had actually four really good chances on goal, and I don't think they had that either. So I, I just think the second half, we totally dominated. I definitely don't think they were the better team today. They, they, in the first half, they might have shaded very, very narrowly. But I don't think they were near being the better team today. I thought Rangers were the better team, certainly in the second half. And as I say, the stats back that up. We had something like 14 shots in goal and they only had nine, something like that. I can't remember now from my, from my head. But we, do you know where they, they fouls? We only had nine fouls in the game and they had 15 fouls. So that just shows that they're, that they're far more ruthless than we are. If, if they if, if you're getting past them, they pull your shirt. If, I know Cantwell tried to try to hack to, to hack the guy, but um, no, they're they're just more ruthless than we are, and uh, yeah, the the more the the more alert than we are. But I, I totally disagree that, that they were the better team. I, I, I disagree with that. I think we were in the second half before the better team. And as I say, if one of these chances go in, um, then we're talking about a different ball game. Could I, could I come in there and um, agree mostly with Davy and disagree mostly with Curry? However, Curry said the one thing that was pertinent, and that was composure. And Davy said one thing that was pertinent, and that was ruthlessness. And if we had either of those things today, we would have won that game. We were the better team. We played them off the park in the second half, but they had the composure to put the ball in the net. And that, that's what it comes down to, and it was 1-0. So Did I defend and, myself here? And we, and we had the composure to stand and watch them. <laughs> Go for hey, it, Curry. Dave Dells is going to defend here. you. Dave Dells. I know. Oh, well. that's, that's, a, that's a touchy subject to all about defending the day. Aye, well, this will be better defending me than that fucking part today, I'll tell you right now. Right? Uh, for, first off, stats mean nothing if you don't win a game. I don't care how many touches you get and how good you are. We look crushed. Every ball that we got, maybe I've got the ball, but the ball, ball was bouncing five yards in front of them. Have a look at the game. They scored. They didn't need to play any better in the second half. We might have maybe, been dominating the game, but they didn't need to do nothing. All they had to do was defend. And they had nothing to worry about with it against us because we weren't. We could have been sat here, they could have still been playing right now, and they wouldn't have fucking scored. So, so can I. Because Darren Stewart's just made a really good point there about well, the standards is part of the problem. Nothing about today's performance was acceptable. But linking in what you've just said, Dr. Curry, we could still be playing to the new and we wouldn't have scored. But I don't think it's healthy. Like in any whether you're a supporter or whether you're the manager to fix it, when something's not going right, you can't just assume everything's broken, right? I think we need to pinpoint what's the priority because we don't have 50 million to replace a team. Um, we can't bring in 20 players in the summer. We need to try and triage it and prioritise it. So I'll stick with you, Curry, and get everybody's thoughts on it. My issue is, the, and I'm probably going to agree with you a bit here, the composure in the final third. So I think back to middle, Barring the goal, we played well today. As soon as we got to the final third, that's just where no composure, no ruthlessness, nay, there's no edge to it at all. And I, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you give your thoughts on the first curry before I come to the rest of the boys. But I'm really disappointed in Morelos and Kent. But at the same time, I'm not surprised. Well, when you start a game with nine men. What you're supposed to do. We started a game with two guys that have to kick their ass for nearly a season. They never they weren't even in the game. We we'll, we'll talk about them directly, but I'm trying to keep it away from that the news so because I might be when we we swear a bit 
to lay her own properly. You don't need to swear, you know that, don't you? <laughs> I know, but no, it's me, come on, it's, that's how I talk. I just, I, I'm no posh in any way, shape or form. I'll just, I'll say how it is, or how I feel it is. You can't trust players that let you down time and time again. And Bill's done that. His words, when he came in here, he says, I have no friends. But he keeps on playing them. And he trusted them today. And I hope and pray that I never see the two fucking frauds ever again at Rangers. And I hope they'll even come. I don't hope they'd ever even come back because they don't deserve it. Because what they two showed today in that park was an absolute disgrace, and they should be ashamed of themselves. But they put in the rest of the team. I'm, I will say, I thought we played well. I'm not going to going to say oh we were shite. Excuse me. We had. A decent game, but that one stupid mistake that we always give them here, have a here, have a go. The day all the time, and we've seen it throughout the season, as I said. But you can't keep on, as somebody said in the chat, you can't keep on polishing a third to make it look shiny. It doesn't work, and this team is very thirds all the way through. And we'll probably talk about this later on. Out of this starting 11 and the starting squad, there's maybe five players that should be here next season. The rest of them should be shipped out. They should be sold, kicked out, and Kent Morelli should already have their fucking bags packed and wherever they're, they're gone. Because I, I, I don't want you ever see them at Ibrox ever again. When I put this uh, board up in Spotify and Apple, I've got uh, my title for uh, this week, a team full of turds. There we go. It's, I don't need to look too much further. Davey, um, I think Ken and Morelos are the easy ones to point out. Um, uh, it doesn't mean we don't point them out, but they they, they weren't worth their salt at all today. Um, the bigger issue for me is the other forward-thinking players, uh, and probably this is more of a conversation. We know Ken and Morelos are going to be here in, in August, but the, the ones I want to open up the discussion about, Sakala, Matondo, Hadji and Arfield, um, who all came on as subs. Um, we've all seen you know, varying performances on them. Did they stand out for you? And basically what I'm trying to get, boys, and looking ahead to next season, do any four of them merit to be in, in contention for the squad? Start with you, Davy. Oh, I don't think we've seen enough of Hadji, but I just want to a wee bit in the defence of Morelos. He played against the best man in the park today. Ah, you know, he the, was the best player on the pitch. Carter yeah, Michaels, he was. Yeah, definitely. So that's a wee wee bit in his defence. But over the season, if we're talking about over the season, no, then 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 you can you can certainly swag him off. Um. Yeah, no, well, Hadji, I don't think we've seen enough of. But let's face it, Sakawa. He should have scored. That's uh, if, 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 if that's one of their defenders, he scores. And it's our attacker. But they, I mean, all he has to do is hit the net. The keeper's in the ground. There's two players at his back that he's left behind. All he needs to do is hit in the open net. It's, it's harder to miss than it was to, to, to score. And he puts it past the post side net. It was the exact same that he done. I think it was against them. They done it a few weeks ago as well. Exact same that would, that would have at least given us a point then as well. And two open goals. Two open goals at Hamden, which would have changed the game twice. Fashion yeah. Sakala. Yeah. And no, I, I definitely think. Uh, I, I mean, he'll time in his contract left. So if we don't, if he doesn't want to go, then we won't get be able to get rid of him. But hopefully. Put him up for sale anyway. Uh, say, listen, uh, the chances that you're going to be playing are not that great. And it's, it's time to, I think we should be looking at it. Certainly drop Morelos now and put, try try loveways and try try different things. But it's, it's time uh, it's time now to try things. We've got five games left. And we, we, yeah. But I said, as soon as the team was mentioned, I put up in the, the, the group chat. He's playing a team that, that has lost to this mob 
four times this season. Why, why is he sticking with the same players? And I, I just didn't understand it. I don't know. Kent, I didn't understand. And yeah, so I'll, I'll give you the, the benefit that Lundstrom had probably his best game. But why start him? Aye, we'll, we'll come to Bill's decisions towards the end of the pod. But I, I want to get the, the, the players that had actually played. Bill, um, a few comments coming in about Scott Arfield and... You know, I don't. I think it's very easy with hindsight you say we should have started him. But if you remember back to uh, after Aberdeen, um, well, Arfield came on and changed the game. I'm pretty sure he's got a couple of starts after that, and he looked like a competition winner. So frustrating with Scott Arfield when he starts a game, he just can't get his rhythm going. But he did come on and he added that aggression that we were lacking. Um, albeit, I think Tillman was just started to come into the game. He was doing maybe a bit unlucky at the time he came off, but I thought. Arfield added a lot of energy. Yep, actually thought today was the best Tillman has looked against them. Thought that, you know, he was some, taking some nice touches. He wasn't doing that thing where, you know, in the, the games against Celtic before, he's wanted too much time on the ball. He was just, uh, you know, picking it up, passing it, picking it up, passing it, and he looked good, and it's a shame they came off. Um, I love Scott Arfield. I think he's he's a game-changer a lot for us. Um, like you say, it can be frustrating when he plays at the start, and I, I don't know why that is. Part of it might just be that he's not got the legs that he once had or whatever, I don't know. Um, if you're thinking about next season, you know, I would definitely keep Arfield around if that's an option, because 15, 20 games off the bench, he'll score some goals. You know, he picks up great positions, he makes fantastic runs, really, really intelligent footballer. Um, but yeah, the, the the rest of the forward line, I mean, you know, I know Sakala missed that today and he should have put that away. There's there's no excuse for that. He should have put that away. It's a Van Vossen as, a, as some, folk, some folk that have a certain vintage might say. Um, I don't know if you're maybe too young to remember him, Colin. But I'm Googling it as we speak. Oh my God, you've never seen that then, have you? <laughs> have have you never it, seen... seen it, but it's oh, okay. um, only the... Only the highlights for, for years run by. No, just uh, Peter Van Vossen put the ball over an open goal against Celtic at Parkhead. We actually won that game, but it's a famous miss. Uh, and that's what that was today, because it was an open goal, and it's worse when you see the replay. When I saw it in real time, although I was going, ah, I thought, well, okay, he's missed it. But when I saw the replay, I thought, I kind of missed that. But in defence of Sakala, he does make things happen. He's an unpredictable player. He runs at people. He's got pace. If he could just stay on side and if he could convert a few more chances, then I think he'd be a really good player. Um, but he makes things happen, and we don't have a lot of players like that. And the ones that are supposed to be like that, like Ken, aren't making things happen. Um, who who else was Bill supposed to have turned to today? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know who else he could have picked. We're, we're very short on options. Uh, Haji, I don't think we've seen enough, as Davy said, and it was, you know, the, the torn anterior cruciate ligament that can take two years to come back for a player. It's, it's no quick fix. I thought Matondo looked all right. Um, you know, a few, a few nice moves and a few nice runs and things like that. I think uh, it's still too early to judge him, but I think just what we're lacking is that clinical cutting edge, that player that will score 25, 30 goals a season. And I thought we had it in Antonio Cholak. Um, you know, he was, he was doing really, really well at the beginning of this season. Uh, I don't know what the future is for him, though, because it seems recently when he's been in the team, he's not been putting the ball in the net. And I wonder how much of that is down to the system that we're playing and how much it is down to Cholak himself. Uh, so I know I realise I'm rambling now, um, but in summing up, uh, yeah, the, the forward line, we were making things happen, we were playing well, but uh, I keep coming back to what Curry said, composure, and that's what we didn't have, composure in front of goal. And I think we need to accept, uh, oh, just before going to that point, actually, I, I shout out JD has just shifted um, f five uh, memberships to some of the subscribers, uh, the, the viewers in the pod. So a massive thank you, JD. It's all, always blows my way when people are um, willing to support us like that. So thank you, JD, and everybody else. Um, 
But on Fashion Sagala, we need to accept that Fashion Sagala, he's not a young boy, he's what, 27, 28, he's not going to have composure, he's not going to learn it now. I still think he adds value to the squad. I find over a 60-game season as a squad player, he he will bring a bit of benefit. But where we are at right now is we are relying on him as one of the main options. And that's why when we talk about Ken or Sagala, like it's... Um, what, what did over that is build the stripes of Kala as erratic, and it's it's all shit and I've I've said this before. I, I see him moving into a Scott Wright role. You know, just being one of the the boys in the bench and maybe coming in on for the last fifteen twenty minutes when the other teams losing a bit of legs, had a bit of energy. But he's he's no he's no going to be this game changer that we see him as. Um, Curry, I'll, I'll bring you in um, with the last word of the forward line. Um, Rabbi Matondo, what was your thoughts on him? Um, I'll be honest and don't shoot me down, chat. Um, I think it's very easy to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I don't think he was terrible. Um, I'd like to actually see him get more minutes um, in the post-split fixtures. Matondo did more in five seconds than Kent did in 45 minutes. That says it all. The guy's got pace, he proved it, he had some nice touches, he managed to get by the, the boy in that. But he's putting boys in when we've got five foot six players. With Hadji, Graskin, <laughs> in the midfield, <laughs> I mean, in the forward. So he was putting passes passes into folk that we don't have. We've no, we've no got a, a boy there, a Haitley there, to pick out a big ball. That, that's the thing. Uh, you all know that I love fashion to bits, but today I'm sorry he broke my heart. I'm just sorry, I just I can't accept that. Wide open goal, second time, the exact same time thing as the last game as well. I mean to say my ex wife couldn't open her legs that wide and he still missed. It was shocking. Absolutely shocking. <laughs> Oh dear, I hope, I hope the ex-wife is watching this. Ah, she, she's um, she's only one pound a month to her, so she is. So that's... Uh, uh, oh, that's surprising. I thought she was your only fans, mate. <laughs> it's Mason, it does the only fan that you would. We established uh, last week, he's a talent. I've heard all about the feet picks. <laughs> uh, don't you worry, I've, I've heard all about them. Nah, but the, what the boys were saying there, it's, it's limited fashion. Maybe, might be a squad player. Uh, Next next season is he good enough? No, no, no. Uh, sum up Sakala in one movement. Lovely ball put in for I think it was Golson. Brings it down, perfect. Brings it down the right foot. Swaps it over on his left. Takes it in. Hits the ball for a cross. Uh, no, for a shot I think or a cross. I'm not too sure. And it went out for a throw in. And that was my moment. I went. You're shite, mate. No, I don't want. I don't want you here anymore. That's just that. That 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 was the final straw for me. I'm like, no, I'm I'm not gonna have your babies anymore. Sorry, you're on your own. That's how bad it was. Uh, can I can I just say two things, Curry? First of all, I wish I could bottle your rants and take them about women, just open them up <laughs> and I'm reading a bit of cheering up at work or something. But second, the um, the thought the thought of a Curry Muncher fashion Sakala. Hybrid baby will haunt my nightmares forever. <laughs> they bother me. Uh, Raskin, I obviously I, I, I stick in for next season. Uh, Cantmill, I stick in for next season. And what he done with the uh, with the bottles and that—that's about it should be. He, he was showing a lot more passion than probably ninety percent of that other team. And I know the, the I know the ones for the other mobile like, eh, he, he couldn't. What would you do? You couldn't even give him a water. That's no sportsmanship. And your point is, caller, who cares? You're no more pals. We don't want to help you. It's just the same as you's when they want to help us. So see all that pish. Away you go. Uh, goalkeepers, we 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 they, we need a goal goalie for next season. Right, before we come on to transfer I, window, it's you're, you're going through the full team here, but I, I want to pick up on that point there. About, I try, that's how I tried to stop me. <laughs> Campbell and Ration, um, it's it's that disdain um, that 
you know, that contempt that they have for Celtic and you're starting to see that. Obviously that doesn't you know, that doesn't mean anything when we don't get a result, but that's where when we talk about it for next season, we, we do need to we we do need to, you know, start harnessing that. Um David, before I come bring you in, a massive thank you to Chris, Brian and Philip, um, just with the, the extra donations for the stickers there. Thanks, boys. Um you mentioned making a tough show a lot much easier. Um that and um you know, it's, it's a tough gig to talk about a Rangers defeat, a, a even tougher gig um talk about Curry going at it with Fashion Sakala, um, as Bill says. But David, um, and nobody shoot me down here, right? It's I'm no I'm no clutching at straws, I'm no going to say there's anything positive coming out of this game, right? But when we talk about how like what we need to fix on today's performance, we had a we had a solid midfield performance. Um like I've, you know, I'm a long-term John Livingston fan. I'm happy to admit he's been god-awful this season. I thought him alongside Rashton and Campwell, they, particularly in the second half, they controlled the midfield so well. And they did get us up the park time and time again, supporting the defence. It's just what we've done in the final third. Um, what was your thoughts on the midfield three, Davey? I thought the difference with Lundstrom today was that he actually played more forward. He wasn't stuck in that in between the centre half role that he picks up. And in fact, he even made a run once uh, right through and nearly, nearly got to the penalty area. And I think I think he just ran out of steam at the end up and uh, and the two two Celtic players uh, caught him. Couldn't didn't get a shot away. But um no, he played well today. As I say, if he plays like that every I'll be I'll be quite happy with him. But um it's, it's unfortunately he's he's not like that every day. But no, the midfield was having. I mean, we, we we dominated their midfield really. They, 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 I think part of the plan was the, at the beginning was uh, Tillman closing down McGregor all the time. I seen a lot of players saying that saying that uh, Tillman never done much, but defensively he he, he did do quite a lot. Because he stopped uh, McGregor coming into the game. And no, the the the, the Japanese at Hitati or something like that you call him. They were saying that he's the best midfielder of Scotland. No, he hardly got a kick of the ball. I don't, I don't think I can ever hear, I remember hearing his name. And we, no, we dominated their midfield. Un, un, unfortunately, the three forwards. Uh, and the, the, I think the commentator said their three forwards, have, uh, right across the forward line, all the forwards have scored more than 10 goals this season. And then when you put when, it, when you put it down to what we've done, I, I don't, somebody says, I don't think we've got 10 goals with them, with them all put together. But uh, I think that that's uh, but the midfield. I, I think I mean I think they'll be added, and we've still got Lawrence to come back in the midfield. I mean we had high hopes of him at the beginning of the season. Unfortunately, it's not worked out. Um, and then uh, no, I'm I'm pretty sure we'll be bringing in more midfielders, uh, and certainly certainly hopefully new forwards. But on the, the the guy that they're talking about, I don't want to run him down before he comes into the club, but. Uh, he's only played what is it twenty six games for the last three seasons? Is it that the, the, the boy from Swansea? Is it? Are you talking about Kieran Dow? Um, is uh, it? Yeah, I for Norwich. Oh, Norwich, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his his fitness record, it, it, it doesn't look that great. But I mean, it's only paper talk up to now. They're saying it's a done deal, but whether it is or not, I don't know. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Dan, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was out most of last season through injury, so he takes all the boxes for Rangers. Um I've gone to that and injury history. Um yeah. no, Bill, well, we uh, might be in luck then because apparently Klopp pulled his hamstring when he was celebrating a goal today. Maybe we'll sign him. Aye, uh, Bill could be then we're number two. Um Bill, um my my issue we Way the midfield is we've got a big drop off from the three um today to the bench um and that's probably I don't want a I don't want to rest in the laurels with that Rashton and Campbell add a completely different dimension I'll accept that we've got Hadji to get back up to speed and Tom Warden so I think with another preseason it will be real good but we've seen Lundstrom and Jack through different reasons they've no contributed what they can. Lundstrom through form, Jack through injury. I do worry about relying on John Lundstrom um, without a, an able challenger next week. So I, I, I hope that we are in the market for at least two midfielders because it's, I think, even with Aston and Campbell, if we go in with them, if we rely on them too much, we'll run them into the ground. We do need competition. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We do. I, um, I'm sure I saw something, and I, I'm not sure where I saw this, but I'm sure I saw something along the lines of John Lundstrom was carrying an ankle injury for quite a while this season, and um, I'm wondering if that's responsible for the the rubbish form that he's had. Um, you know, because it doesn't make sense. He was absolutely phenomenal the second half of last season, and he, he can be a good player. He showed it today, you know, and like Davy said, the difference with him today was he was moving the ball, he was getting forward, he was making runs. Um, you know, and I like Lundstrom when he plays and he's got that bit of dig as well because you kind of need that in the midfield and I like how Raskin and, and Cantwell have got that. Uh, but you're right, you know, like we can have a 50 or 60 game season if we do all right in Europe and we're doing well in the Cups and all of that and that does mean running players into the ground if you play them all the time unless they're Connor Goldson. James Tavernier, I suppose. Um, so we maybe do need a little bit of backup there. I have to say, I'm I'm still very fond of the idea that we bring Tillman in on a permanent deal. And, you know, like you say, when Lawrence gets back to full fitness, gets a good pre-season, as well as Hadji, I think both of them will be really good. But it's that kind of area where Lundstrom sits, or maybe sometimes Jack. You know, do, do we need a little bit of cover in there? The issue we're bringing in to new midfielders is obviously we need to prioritise, like you, you were saying earlier on, we need to prioritise certain places in the squad. But if you're bringing in two midfielders, you've got to get rid of two. You know, I mean, realistically, we've already got quite a big squad, but a lot of them are sitting injured and so on. So we will need to offload some players in the summer. And it's about how many players can you legitimately offload in one transfer window and how many can you afford to bring in? Because we just we don't have the mega bucks, and that's the thing. Uh, that's why I think we will take the advantage of the our contract players to free up the wage bill. Because it's all fine and well saying we should sell the car, we should sell X, Y, and Z. If we want to sell these players, it doesn't mean that they're doing very well. So it doesn't mean it'll be uh, like a, a lot of suitors for them. Um, if it is, they're probably not going to offer the wages that Rangers offer them as well. So it's no. I wish it was as easy as football manager to say, you know, take that box and sell onwards, but it isn't that, and we do need to be realistic. So we, we've kind of touched on it through the through the board. Um, I'm going to um, give you boys a magic wand. I don't really like talking in the, with the benefit of hindsight because it's the game's not played with that, but I will allow you this. Um, I'll ask you, what did Michael Beale get wrong today? What should he have started with? Or... What subs should have made earlier, or if anything different, I'll open up and bring you in first, Curry. I'll be honest, the only change I was wanting today was Sakala and for Tillman or Ken. Ken, he's been a liability. Tillman, he slowed the game right down with the benefit of hindsight. I probably, I probably would have brought Sakala in for Ken, but I don't know how much I would have changed the game with all the previous points that we, we've made about his composure. What what do you think Bill got wrong today, if anything? Well, the Kent thing uh, was a definite. He, he should have been on that park. He did deserve, deserve to be on that park, uh, he hasn't, for so long, I keep on saying. Can I just uh, go off topic for two seconds? Can I just uh, apologise to Wally Collins' family? Because I, I think it's ridiculous that he went to the Rangers medical team with a blister. And that's him out for three months now. That's shocking. I'm just so... Our deepest apologies to the Colm family. So I just thought I'd say that. 
it's heartfelt to the to the gallant few. But anyway, that's about the only one, mate. But I wouldn't I wouldn't have had Kent anywhere near. But the rest of them was uh, I thought was a a shoe in who we were going to play. So. <laughs> Um, I was like, oh, apology while he called me. I, I instantly went, oh, what the fuck have you done? Between the between the hours of the game finishing this pod, coming on, like, is that why you were late coming on? Where have you been? Um, I'm glad that's what you were going with, Curry, and you're not going to get to jail just yet. Um, Davey, same question to you. It's, what would you have changed if you were Michael Beal and you had this magic wand to go back earlier? Well, John Lundstrom's hindsight, I would have, I would have started with Arfield instead of Lundstrom to get his uh, after yeah. Lundstrom's game of the season. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that. At the, the, we're talking at the beginning of the game what, what it would change, and I would I would have had uh, Arfield in just to get us higher up the park because I think it that that's a big thing with with, with Celtic. You've you've got to close them down quickly, and Arfield would have been higher up the park to do that. And I, I think that's uh, that 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 that's the only thing. But obviously, Ken, I, I didn't agree with Ken coming back in because he's been rubbish. I mean, the 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 things saying about him, um, yeah, he can change a game. But that was two or three years ago. He was changing games. He's not been doing, and he actually looked so slow. And and, and he's he's been like that all season. I I don't think I've seen him win a sprint this season. And it, everybody used to say, he's, "Oh, he's so fast," but. He certainly doesn't look that way now. I don't know what's up to his speed, but uh, he certainly doesn't look that way. And I think that's all, that, that's only two uh, two things I would have changed. Uh, the, the, I do feel for him with the Ken one because you'll see him day in, day out in training. And I'm not saying that as huge as it, but when you look at the form of Sakala and, you know, Matondo's no set ahead of the light, Hadji's just back, and Arfield has struggled to start a game. I can see why he's gambling on Ken. I think personally he's gambled too too much too often and he, he can't he has to just call it quits, man. Um but I can see why it's uh, if we can get one last game out of him, I can see why when you're desperate and you don't have these options you go for it. Nah, but he made the same mistake in the last old firm game, didn't he? He did. Played, he did. Played, played, I mean that's if you don't learn by your mistakes, then then yeah, you're you're doomed to it for, for the, the next game as well. And that's uh that and I, I really worry about I mean he maybe tried today but I really worry about Bill's ability to change things. Uh, he, he seems to be very strong on on keeping the same what is it plan 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 B is plan A but plan point better. I think he feels the same way. I mean last week bringing on Arfield in the eighty seventh minute that's just a nonsense. And it, it, I, I was glad that he changed the Kent today. Although I, what, what I, I, I thought was absolutely crazy was that the Johnson went off and Ralston come on, and we took Sakala from the left wing over to the right wing, where, where he was playing against a far quicker player than than Ralston is. I, I just didn't understand that at all, uh, and I, I think Bill, Bill should have stepped in there. I don't know whether Bill made that decision or or Sakala made that decision, but I thought that was crazy. And that, that's just part of the... So you've made a, a good point there, and that's why I wanted to open up this conversation, because I've seen, and I know, well, like, let's be honest, we're a fickle bunch of Rangers fans. We've said that time and time again. It's, um, you know, we, we've been like that since a what I gather before I started following Rangers. Um, quite demanding, we'll maybe put it. And a lot of people are really criticising Bill for, I don't know if it's today or just since he's come in through the season, and there's even what I think is premature questions about is he suited for the role going forward. I think he is. I think it's nonsense to be questioning. But what I do concede is some of these subs have been <laughs> late um, and maybe a bit head-scratching, um, to put it lightly. And Bill, that's why I like to open up this conversation. I was actually glad to see him actually take Ken off at half-time because Ken wasn't doing anything. But should he be able to actually try to force something rather than just wait for something to happen for a change? Aye, um, I mean, with regards to what would I have done differently today, I think the starting 11 was probably what I'd have put out minus Kent. I think I'd have left Kent out, but 
not quite clear if I'd uh, put Sakala or Matondo in at the start, but either way, you know, you, you're not sure how that's going to go. I can see why you started, Kent. Um, uh, you know, it's it's just Kent just back from injury and, and all of that, so you can be a little bit understanding. He wasn't going to have a great game, but it's it's not just today, it's been all season, you know. So he was right to take Kent off at half-time. Um, but yeah, some of the, the subs have left me scratching my head a little bit. One that left me scratching my head today was to bring Morelos off and put Hadji on. And not saying that I I thought Morelos should have stayed on or that Hadji should never come on. It just looked like a very weird swap because Morelos was our only centre-forward on the park and we took him off when we were a goal down to put on a player that's no centre-forward, you know, and... I, I don't know what he was trying to do with that, whether he was thinking about playing Hadji some sort of a false nine or something like that. And I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, after uh, Hadji came on, we still looked good, we were still creating, we were dominating the game. Um, and, you know, realistically, if you're taking Morelos off, what were the options going to be anyway? Who who could you have put on that could have gone out there and scored the goal? Hadji's no better or no worse a bit than anybody else that was on the bench, really. But yeah, some of the the subs are a wee bit head scratching. I think, like you, you know, I I don't buy into the question and as Michael be right and all of that. I think that's that's ludicrous. Um, I I was one of the few people right up until the end that wanted to give Van Bronckhorst more time. I was one of the few people right up to the end that wanted to give bloody Paul Le Guin more time. Um, you know, I I tend to think that um, you know most managers that have got achievements before Rangers are good managers and will show that they're good managers at given time. Beale's a bit different because he's a new manager, but I can see what he's trying to do. And again, let's be honest, you know, we've we've not been humiliated by them since Beale came in, like we were under GVB. Uh, I can see we've been making gradual progress under Beale and the, the absolute horror show against Aberdeen aside, you know, We've, we've not really had a game where it looked like we were going to lose it, apart from the, the kind of games against Celtic where we went behind. But that result today, you know, it made me think about the League Cup final, um, and I think it was 2019, Gerrard's team, where we just played Celtic after park, and they beat us 1-0, and they won the League Cup that day. But I had this kind of optimism that day about, you know, that's it, Gerrard's got Lennon's number, and next season and whatnot, you know, and I kind of feel like that today. I feel as if Beale knows what to do against that mob. We need somebody that can score. We just need somebody that can put the bloody ball in the net. We lost a stupid goal today and if you score two or three, that's actually, that's fine. It might be annoying that you've lost your stupid goal, but the rest of it, we were solid, you know, it's just again, it's the composure, it's the putting the ball in the net. Um, the only guy we've got at the moment that might be the answer to that is Antonio Cholak but I don't know what his future at Rangers is what I do know is that we need somebody there that's going to get 20-25 goals a season and we need contribution for other players as well because we're right back as we're top scorer at the moment and apart from Cholak and Matondo uh, uh, Tillman sorry Apart from those two, I struggle to think of anybody else that's chipped in with regular goals this season. And you need goals for across your team as well as a number nine that's putting in the net all the time, you know. So that that that's kinda yeah, going forward next season, that's that's kinda what Bill needs to get right is Definitely. putting the ball in the net and goals for throughout the team. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with you. Can I just say it's it's really a bad position when you're looking for your number two right back to get the goals. And that's what we were doing today, praying that, that uh, Tavernier would score. So, aye, absolutely. And what I was going to say there, I agree with Bill, that, you know, I've seen enough for Michael Beale that we, I can see what we're trying to do, I can see the plan. I think he knows what to do, he just needs to totally do it. But that's, I was really finish up uh, and get... Um, your thoughts on this question where Chris has made an ordination and he's also asked the question, does Tavernier get a free pass? He was culpable for the two against the Sheep, so um, Gary, I'll bring you in first and then Davey um, you know, it's a 
Jerry, I know what way you're going. I'm going to provide a wee bit of balance before you take it in our direction. For me, doesn't get a free pass. No, nobody should ever get a free pass at a team like Rangers. That's no, no absolutely it. I don't think Tavernier's a problem. Um, looking at the day, um, I, I don't think when we talk about how we played as a, as a unit and for the majority of the game, defensively and in midfield, Tavernier wasn't a problem. He actually helped create quite a, a few chances, get us up the pitch. Um, Echoing what Bill says, I think we need a challenger for Tavernier. I think um, there's been games where he's been out of form and he needs rested, and we've no had the, the right cover for it. For me, that he's no the he's way way down the pecking order in the list of problems that we have. Curry, tell me why I'm wrong. The guy's a liability. Uh, he scores goals. Yay! He scores goals. That's brilliant. I fucking nobody else does, so don't take that in jest. Nobody else does in Rangers. Open play. He's had eight goals. Right? A lot. More than take take a wee draw. Hold but... on a second, right? Can he hit a ball? Oh, aye. Can he hit a penalty? Aye, he's brilliant at that. Free kick? Aye. You get all the assists through free kicks and corners. I, of course he's going to get all time good numbers. But not in play. You need to look back. You get a, a really good one the other week there. But it's just, the guy's just, it's like, for fuck's sake, Tav. And that's been his season. And it was his fault. He'd Jota right in front of him when the ball came out. He'd seen the ball come across. And he could have ran towards that. I'm going to put a slight bit of blame on McGregor, because I think McGregor might have been able to get to that ball, but Tav again, I just I, I'm sorry, I know I, I know a lot of people love him to bits and he's a captain in that but I'm sorry, the, the guy has been shockingly bad we've got two bloody titles, I've got one title and one cup and five six, this is six, six seasons now that's not good enough. That's not good enough. I know that every manager, oh, you can't say that because all the managers have made them captain. Who else could you make captain in this team? There's been nobody other than the vice captain and Goldson. Look how many goals we shipped we never had. And before before he signed his contract, everybody was like, he's Garby, we don't want him. He, he's, he's a liability. Half the season, this season, we were screaming about Goldson how bad he was, ducking out the way he was, slack passes, passes back to the goalie. It, he, he's your best defender, and we could do a lot better than him, unfortunately. So for Tav, for me, I've, I've never been a Tav man. I'm sorry. I just don't think he's a captain. I don't think he, he gives that cap... Oh, what's the word? Uh... No impression. Uh, there's nothing there. Inspiration. Aye, there's no inspiration. Every time something goes wrong, you can guarantee that 99.9% of the time, Tav is the first one to go and play hide and seek. And I'm, I'm just no. I know. I think Bill will definitely disagree with me because he he quite likes Tav. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna come in and call bullshit here, Curry. Absolute bullshit. Last game against that lot, Tav did. Step up and take the mantle of captain. I'm not going to disagree that he's a champion this season. That we lost. lost I. We did indeed. Yeah. Um, but the last game and this game, as, as well as Tav getting the goals in the last game, the last game and this game against um, that boy Maida was in Tav's back pocket. Did you, know, did you see Maida get past him today or put a cross in or anything like that? I think he maybe knocked the ball past Tav once. I, th- I think you're giving him an awful hard time. and he, He's not been great this season, don't get me wrong. Um, but then you talked about eight goals for open play. But how many goals for open play are you expecting a right back to score? What what are you what mayor are you expecting? So who else is scoring eight goals for open play? So I, he I gets know, a, know. What about, so he gets a pass because nobody else is scoring. Is that what a you're pass, saying? A pass for what? But he gets a pass mark for what? Are you so, talking about a pass? He, he had a cracking game today. He played really well. I thought he had a, a, yeah, he, a decent game today. I'm, I'm not saying this is a thing. I'm not saying. That he had a bad game. The same as the last one. He scored two cracking goals. That that free kick was phenomenal. But are they course a five year bill? You can't go five years at a Rangers team and win two trophies. 
I know, but he's no the only player in the Rangers team. Of course he's not, but he's responsible. He is the captain. You're giving that armband for a reason. And if you can't inspire, as Collins, if you can't inspire the players with a boot yet, what chance you got? I think um, there's a there's a famous quote that uh, you know Tav can inspire the players around the bottom, but it's difficult to soar with the eagles when you're surrounded by turkeys. Sometimes you know, and maybe that's uh, part of Tav's problem. But uh, no, I, I think you know he's Colin said this earlier. Tav is probably the least of our worries at this point in time. Uh, oh, I agree. Sorry, Colin. I, I, sorry, Colin. I, 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 I agree, but I, I definitely agree, mate. No, I, I agree with you. Let there. me bring in the foreign correspondent for this, uh, Davy. <laughs> probably the question I'm going to put to you. Um, it's you know I want your thoughts on Tavernier, but there's probably it, I think this polarizes the range of support. Um, I think everybody falls in one camp or the other. But I think what we can probably all agree on is even taking the captaincy away, Tavernier as a player has been held to a higher standard and he's always been open to criticism long before he got given the captaincy. Why is he held to a higher standard, Davey? Or am I looking at it for a different angle? I think people are still judging a captain in the old way, the old Rangers way, a John Gregg, and uh, that that kind of, and a captain isn't that anymore. The 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 fact is that the managers have got now a far bigger role than uh, than 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 the captain actually, because in the old days the captain could change things on the park, and now managers and coaches and uh, the 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 their iPads uh, on on the side to look at everything again and. Uh, so I, I think I think a captain's role is completely different. Um, I don't think Tav does a lot wrong, to be honest with you. I, I think whether Goldson would be a better captain, I could probably see something in that. I think Goldson is, is would, would have that material as well. But I don't think Tav. Going back to the, the their goal today, it was actually a funny situation that Tavernier was actually pointing to somebody to pick up um, Jota. And I, I I couldn't quite get that because it was wasn't really empty near him and he he had he was running with Shota but he kept he, he was pointing to some something to take him and there was nobody there to take him but um yeah obviously obviously the goal he wasn't great either he, he, he let Shota get away from him I hundred percent agree with uh, Curry that I think McGregor could have done better because Shota headed that ball I think it was all about two yards from the goal when he headed it. So I think McGregor could possibly have done better. Um, yeah. But no, it's a Tavernier. But I'm, look at the, the, the two chances today. His uh, he's, he's header, he headed it too much down the way. If, if he'd have headed that more towards the goal and instead of heading it too much, they all say you've got to head the ball down. But he just done it too much, whereas by the time it came to the keeper, it was... Uh, it was uh, easy to work it over the bar or it went over the bar itself. But um, And plus the other one, that hit, he hit the post uh, for Sakala to get the chance. And I'll was, I was, I was say one thing for Sakala there. It was a great run by Sakala and a great pass to, to Tavernier to, to get the shot in. But uh, as I say, Colson, you could give captain, but I don't really think about it. So I, as I, captain's not what he used to be. It's not the, the old John Gregg. Type thing. Uh, and I think that's, um, you know, I don't think it's one for a night. Um, probably a wee bit of self promotion where myself, Davy, and Mason done the part one of the, the listeners' top 10 captains in the first 15, 20 minutes. Of that we were speaking about what is expected for a captain now. What do we base that on? But I think there's a wider conversation of what's expected and what's needed for a fullback. And that's not something that we can cover off in two minutes. That's a full hour long show where, you know, depending on what side of 1990 you're born, you probably have two very different uh, thoughts on what a fullback should be doing but gents I think that's as good a time as any um, to wrap it up um, I think it's I don't know about you it's been good to talk it get get my frustrations away um, you know that is the that is the season done effectively now um, I'm going to press you for a man in the match and a goodbye to the listeners and of course thanks for coming on kicking off with Bill always a pleasure having you on my friend Thank you very much, good sir. Absolute pleasure indeed. Um, lovely to see you all on a Sunday night. And agree with what you just said about 
you know, talk about get the frustrations away. Sometimes it's quite cathartic just to uh, put yourself back through the ringer and re you know reimagine all those emotions from today. Uh, a man of the match, and I promise I'm no day in this to be a petulant child and wind up curry, but my man of the match was Tav. <laughs> um, you know, he, he was. I'm not having that. By me. the way, he's got a really big word. Don't know the tab thing. I mean, so that's pissed me off. It is bad enough, but cathartic. Come on, uh, I'm having to Google mere words every time you come on this fucking show. I need to go to Google to find out what words mean. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a perfectly cromulent word, Curry. Oh, he's just digging in. He's an but... asshole, isn't he? It's quite a bit of an asshole. <laughs> Curry, always a pleasure having you on, mate, even though it may be a headache with all these big words. But um, I don't... thanks for coming on. And who was your man in the match today? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm actually quite pleased with myself. I never done as much swearing as I thought I would. Uh, I held back quite a bit because uh, we never spoke about Mr. Mr. Kemp very much, uh, which I could have done. Somebody in the chat said what we thought about the front three. The front three were pathetic, absolutely pathetic. Uh, something needs to change next season. We need to get, we need at least two clinical strikers. That's that. That's a must. That we we can't go with that. Man of the match, then we lost. Then in fact, do I know something? I I will get a man of the match, and it's been the same man of the match that's been in Ibrox. Every game, and that's the twelfth man, the fans. That's who I'm going to give my money the match to. No, fuck that. Why no? Why? Because I I was watching Via play the day, and I couldn't see the first five minutes because of the flares. Bastards. <laughs> 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 no, but no, good shout, Curry, and always good having you on. I thought man. that was just strange coming for their end. I was mm, ah, strange that. Like. So bad you can see it. Last but by no means least, Davey T. Thanks very much for coming on as always, mate. Yeah, thanks. Actually, sorry, cheering me up, up a wee bit. We've, we've learned how wide Curry's ex-wife can open her legs. <laughs> and and that and that for one pound a month. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's 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 been good. Uh, it's been good to get on and uh, and get some of the frustrations sorted out. We've all got different ideas. For me, uh, I, I think there was two that. that that can qualify was Golds and I thought it had a good game. And Cantwell, I thought it had a good game. And just just as well he never caught the caught the guy when he made the the, the tackle to stop him in, uh, in his tracks because I think he would have got sent off if he'd have, if he'd have really got him. So uh no that that's my two men of the match. And uh, no thanks for everybody for listening in and thanks for having me. No, and a massive thanks to all the listeners and obviously everybody who subscribes to the channel and of course, you know, was happy to pay pound a month for the additional content. And we'll be back with the news um every day this week. It'll be the two Davies holding the fort. Um and you know, a massive thanks to the ad hoc donations with Chris and Brian and Phil as well. And a shout out to Aldo McNaught who has been tonight's resident sniper just keeping an eye on the chat and moderating so a big thank you for aldo making my life much easier um i'm going to go with todd Campbell um for man in the match i thought he's he's coming on i think i've gave him man in the match three or four times now since he joined um i'm very very excited to what he can do next season and just hope that we build a team around him but um listen i hope everybody has a, a lovely bank holiday monday i hope it's much better than your bank holiday sunday and just remember the morning morning we are scoring still wake up rangers fans so that's the most important thing take care we are the people <laughs>